Yeah, Philip Malloy is here to discuss uh, films and television, as he always does on a Wednesday. Uh, Philip, I suppose let's start with the new releases. Uh, anything good yeah, in the well, well, the main one, um, obviously, is The Avengers Age of Ultron, which is the, the newest uh, Marvel Comics uh, movie. Cost $250 million. No way. Really? Absolutely. You know, you, <laughs> oh, you, you, you guy who knows politics, what would you buy or what would you, what would you, you know, research or what would you you'd rescue? Certainly build, you'd certainly build a good... Um, You'd build a good metro to the airport for that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Now, the first one, uh, it I think it was the third, it was out in 2012, the third most successful movie of all time. I think it still is. It took really? over, yeah, it took over a billion dollars at the box office. Oh, wow. um, so anyway, this one um, is, um, it's, it's okay, the, as you know, the Avengers, are this group of superheroes and they have kind of standalone positions and standalone movies and they have this kind of movie where they come together maybe for whatever it is a special mission and um, in this case anyway they're sort of they've they've gone through a, a very busy period and they've gotten sort of tired and someone suggests to Iron Man that they should relax for a while so they decide to do it and before they do it Iron Man uh, decides that they leave this character called Ultron who's kind of in, leave him kind Kind of in charge, and uh, he's um, he's 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 a, a robot, uh, a, but a, a kind of super well-equipped um, robot. Uh, he's he basically he's he's a point that he's got going by um, by uh, Iron Man, and uh, as soon as he gets going, as soon as he starts to function, basically he turns on the superheroes, and it's a kind okay. of a contest I, between. The I films. have to lay my cards on the table. Superhero yeah. films—they leave me a little bit cold. Is well, this one any good? Well, the thing one of the things that's been happening in in, in this, and uh, okay, it actually happened in the first. Um, uh, Avengers film but most of all it happened in in the last Captain America one but most of all uh, it happened in the Superman film uh, the last Superman Man of Steel whereby they actually work up to this situation and the whole second half of the movie tends to be about this kind of wave of destruction you know they throw whole buildings at each other and and that's and basically that's it. about a quarter this runs for 144 minutes and about a quarter of it seems to be given over to oh, one of these 44 minutes yeah. oh my god a quarter why of why do they make good. one and a half hour movies anymore <laughs> I don't know I'd be asleep like yeah, you know, you're a Woody Allen fan obviously so. yeah yeah exactly. but, uh, so that's what, that's that's one of the problems and um, I think that for that reason they tend to be very predictable because you're they're all working up to this same sort of you know, the new man or the same sort of climax. And it's very, very predictable. The other thing about the um, the, the superhero or the Avenger movies is that they all um, have to have their kind of moment in the spotlight. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so yeah. yeah you so you, have, you might have about 12 or 14 of these guys. Here's his, all vying here's for his the, seven minutes, yeah, basically. Yeah, it's all vying for the place. Yeah, the Andy Warhol, 15 minutes of yeah, fame kind of thing. It's, it's, it's over long, but it's very, it's, it's sleek. It's quite pacey. Um, uh, and the the villain in it, Ultron, uh, his voice he's is played by James Spader. I love James Spader. I yeah, think he's yeah. a really fine actor. He is, yeah. And uh, so he's the best thing about it. But okay, um, I wouldn't go mad about no. it. No, um, Robin Hood films are a bit like buses. You, you wait for <laughs> years to come along, and then four come along all at once. Yeah, George George uh, loves Robin Hood, and he loves uh, you know the airplane airplane one. Yeah, yeah, of course. Now, there was a couple out. I remember in the early nineties that there were pretty ordinary. Yeah, there was a Kevin yeah. Costner one and there was a Patrick, Patrick Bergen one. one. Yeah. The Patrick Bergen one, I actually think was was it made for um, film four. I think it was made on a shoestring anyway. So the other one actually an awful lot more money, the Kevin Costner one, an awful lot more money. Uh, Morgan Freeman was in that as well. Yeah. Remember? 
and they uh, didn't it have that hit record as well that that's was number right. one for about 500 that's, weeks or that's something right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian, Brian Adams, Adams yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it had all that going for it it did quite well now what we have here is just to, to go through it quickly we, at the moment four studios that's Warner Brothers Sony Disney and uh, what they call a mini major which is Lionsgate Lionsgate is the company that made the Twilight films and the Hunger Games films uh, so these are these are all now working on uh, Robin Hood films. The the, um, the Lionsgate one uh, is called Robin Hood Origins. So guess what that, that's about, you know? And uh, the second one, Sony has paid a million dollars for what they call a pitch called Hood, which is described as tonally, tonally as a fast and furious meets oh, Mission geez. Impossible style reinvention oh um, of the tale. The third one then is Disney has one called Nottingham and Hood. In develop- and that, this, that's supposed to follow, follow the same kind of formula as Pirates of the Caribbean. And then Warner Brothers apparently... Uh, well, this week it, it uh, quietly put its own Robin Hood project into development. It's written by a guy called William Beale. He did all, all of these people have have done um, very sort of modern, up to date crime type pictures. Yeah. He's he's done he's got more can, boys in the hood than Robin Hood. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. very good, very good. He uh, he's done uh, a Gangster Squad, and it's been produced by the makers of the Lego Movie. Now, the last um, Robin Hood um, that came out was the Ridley Scott one. That was the one with Russell Crowe. Remember that? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, saw it, I saw it a couple of years yeah, ago yeah. on telly. Yeah. Two, two dozen. Right. It wasn't now, bad. Yeah, the, the thing about that was that it was supposed to be two pictures. Um, they, uh, it actually ends with the signing of the Magna Carta. And then uh, Robin Hood was supposed to be outlawed after that. And he was. then you get the whole Sherwood Forest uh, type part of the story. But we got none of that. The, the first film was leading up to all that. But the film was so uh, was had such a mediocre performance at the yeah. box office, yeah. they decided not to do the second one. Interesting text from Ian. I, I think mm. he makes a good point. He mm. says Robin Hood was, was always done better on the small screen. Robin of Sherwood in the 80s was a prime example. He has a point, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was a good... Um, there was a good English one in the late 50s, early 60s. It went down for quite a long time. And as you say, Robin of Sherwood. And then there was another BBC one quite recently as well. Yeah. I wouldn't say it done better, but uh, because the original one, the 1938 one, the Aerofilm is considered one. to be a classic. Yeah. Of course, Clannad uh, had the um, theme song. That's right. They? Beautiful yeah, theme yeah, song gorgeous. for that one in, yeah, in, the, in the 1980s. Uh, okay. Any other new releases worth mentioning? Okay. Uh, I'll just sort of gallop through them. There's one called The Good Lie, which is the story of a group of Sudanese refugees struggling to find new lives in America. Then there's a, a full length documentary. This is very interesting. George would love this yeah, called the Decent One, where, which uses the letters and diaries of Heinrich Himmler, Hitler's vicious right hand man, mm. to document his life. It's really fascinating. Wow. You might say, um, have we have not had enough um, uh, documentaries on the Nazis? But this actually does come up with what I consider to be new stuff anyway. Then there's The Emperor's New Clothes, funny, passionate, coherent documentary by Russell Brand and the director Michael Winterbottom. Uh, Brand has actually been travelling all over the UK uh, promoting this movie uh, at the moment at you know, at elect, general election time. Okay. And, uh, and then uh, there's a, a kind of wildly offbeat comedy and festival winner. <laughs> it's a Swedish film and it's called A Pigeon Sat on a Branch Reflecting on Existence. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's about it's sounds it's, like that one, the tree of life. It's, it's basically, very, well, it's yeah, it's very it's it's about two salesmen, two guys who actually sell novelty goods. And uh, then basically going around to, and getting involved in different positions. So, uh, have you watched it? I saw it at the IFI last week. 
Um, it's very strange. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> very, very, very strange. Okay. Uh, come here. Is there a movie being made on the, the famous battle of the, oh, uh, there the is. battle of the sexes? There is. And there may be more than one of them as well, from what I've heard. Uh, Steve Carell and uh, Emma Stone, they're to play Bobby Riggs uh, and uh, Billy, Billy Jean King. Yeah, for people who don't yeah. know the story, this was okay. uh, Bobby Riggs made a, a series of comments about women's tennis, I That's think, right. wasn't it? And so he, 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 was, he was a former professional yeah, tennis player. And he, yeah, yeah, and even at the age of 55, he reckoned or he claimed he that he would be, he would be, but any, any, yeah. He was, she was number one woman at the time, I think, yeah. wasn't she? So, so he, he, he made the offer and she decided, no, she didn't want to do it. Then Margaret Court, you remember Margaret Court? Yeah. Margaret Court, who again was a number one. She was 30, I think, at this time. She decided to do it. And apparently he, uh, he, they, I think they played it in Santa Monica or somewhere. And he, 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 he decided, he used a lot, a lot of lobs and various other yeah, sort he, of unorthodox shots. He wallowed shots. her, didn't he? he, he six, 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 one, one, six, two, yeah. six He wallowed her. And then he was on the fo- cover of Sports Illustrated, of Time magazine, and he kept taunting women's tent, women tennis players. So Billie Jean King decided, I'll have to have some of this. I'll go up against them. And, and uh, she, I don't think we're giving anything away by yeah, saying she beat she, him. She walked him. Um, but it wasn't quite as straightforward. Maybe there's no, a lot of conspiracy no, theories that, about that result. Isn't yeah, there? about uh, about a connection to the mob, a connection to the mafia, and. Um, stuff like that it was a nationally televised uh, event uh, the prize money was a hundred thousand uh, dollars but um, I after that I can't I can't say I don't I don't know what the connection with the mafia was okay interesting so stuff. yeah um, and anyway it's been made by um, uh, by sort of good people uh, Danny Boyle um, and his company a fellow called Simon Buffoy he did the full Monty and Slumdog Millionaire um, uh, one of those Slumdog Millionaire with Boyle and uh, the interesting thing as well, it's been made by a man and a woman, Jonathan, directed by Jonathan uh, Dayton and Valerie Ferris. Ferris. They made a, a, um, a comedy called Little Miss Sunshine. So OK. All right. Good stuff. Um, come here. Let, let's talk about telly. For, oh, no, actually, yeah. before we do, um, mm. we're, we're talking about we're, we're looking ahead to films. Uh, Star Trek three. Is it is it, go, is it happening? Star, yeah. Oh, no, definitely happening. Um, and uh, so I noticed that Simon Pegg has said in the last couple of days, Simon Pegg is actually co-writing the script for it. Um, and uh, he plays uh, the Scottish guy, um, the um, the um, engineer. Um, Scotty. Scotty. Yeah. <laughs> in it. And uh, so. Hold a captain. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> and uh, I, I actually spoke to him. Uh, I don't know. I think it was before Christmas. And um, he's he, he's like a kid when he talks about Star Trek. He's really seriously into Star Trek. Yeah. But anyway, one of the things they've done is they had a problems uh, um, casting the villain the last time out. So they've now apparently agreed on a contract with Idris Elba. You know Idris Elba, and he's going to play the the villain. And they say that he's a. Uh, what they call a kick-ass villain okay. in the movie. So um, they uh, the intention is to have it out. I think it's in July of next year. So they'll be well into uh, pre-production now. And um, so incredible, yeah. uh, isn't it? For for I think a series that did the last two or three series. Three series, yeah, three, three series, series. Yeah, from nineteen sixty six, nineteen sixty nine. And, and uh, after after that, then for years, it was one of those ones where the fans kept campaigning and campaigning to bring it back. And then uh, was it the late seventies? Uh, there was a Robert Wise uh, movie, a movie, a film version of it. Yeah. And uh, then they started the film version, and then they did all these the next these, generation these spin-offs the, yeah, as well. Yeah. Okay. And um, Colin was texting. I was a big fan of the nineteen eighties Robin Hood show as a child. I saw an episode again about a year ago. It is aged like fine milk. 
left in the hot sun. I don't doubt Curdle, curdle. Uh, John from Allahide says, what about Robin Hood men in tights? That actually was quite funny. That, that, yeah, right. that was a Mel Brooks film. Yeah, uh, don't forget the wonderful Robin and the Seven Hoods with Bing Crosby oh, and the Rat uh, Pack, says oh, Colin, yeah, very good. Uh, in Dublin. Was it Sean Connery in the 80s version of Robin Hood? Whatever happened to him? It was Sean, or uh, Jason Connery, sorry. Jason. It was Jason Connery. Yeah, in it, wasn't Sean it? Connery's yeah. son, yeah, the blonde chap. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, come here. Um, speaking of good-looking uh, actors starring in in uh, Sunday night dramas, uh, Poldark is coming yes. to an end on Sunday, and Manana Heron, including my own wife, will be absolutely yeah. devastated. Yes, absolutely. Uh, he uh, it is, and the, the interesting thing is, is actually played by um, an Irishman, a chap called Aidan Turner. Yeah, and he seems to have gone down a bomb. And uh, okay, particularly when he's siding the grass with his shirt. He, off. I, did you see the stuff in the that he doesn't side right? Really, he does, he's not. He's not, a <laughs> he's proper, not a good cider. He's not a proper cider. I don't think. I don't think the women care. Certainly, I don't <laughs> no, think my no. wife would have cared when she. No, yeah, when there, she was there, watching there, was, it. there are all kinds of stories about uh, the, the claim that he was supposed to be. He had to strip off when he was being interviewed for the part and all this kind of stuff. But he's he's denied all that. Um, he's and, actually a decent actor, isn't he? No, he, he is. He's yeah. very good. Very yeah. good. And uh, okay, uh, first of all, people will remember uh, the original Paul, Paul Dark in the seventies, seventies. 75 to 78 I think it was yeah ran for a few years yeah, yeah. and um, uh, at that time there was a chap called Rob, Robin Ellis starred in it and I don't know if you've been watching this every week I have yeah we've yes, been uh, well, uh, we've been glued do, to it do you know that you know the judge that he had a confrontation with about two two weeks yeah. ago well that's Robin Ellis no way yeah, that's, right. that's, that's him that's him that's the original Paul Dark because I have a vague recollection of the first I think yeah. my, my parents probably watched it when yeah. I, was, I was a kid um, they, they, they had amazing uh, figures at that time yeah they were, well, they were the days of well, yeah. you know in two channels in Britain or whatever yeah and, but uh, this this actually has has had an average over this will be the eighth week now this this weekend over the eight weeks an average of Eight point one million, which is quite decent. Yeah, it's it's not bad. Like no, it's, it's a good old romp. It's, no, it's, 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 it's well good, done, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Like I like the look of it as well. I think it's very very handsome, and it's shot apparently in North Cornwall. And just for people who I, I don't know it, it's about this this soldier, I suppose. Um, he's been fighting in the American War of Independence for three years. He comes back to his home in Cornwall. He finds that uh, his father's dead. The farm is of broken up and all over the place and his, uh, his, into, his, his sweetheart his, yeah, uh, is, Elizabeth is, is marrying is, is marrying his is, cousin that's right so um, so that, that's what it kind of starts off it's based on a series of books by Winston Graham I think he did 12 books yeah and this, of books, so yeah, and this only going. deals this only deals with the first two so it can go on for ages there'll be another series they've renewed it yeah, yeah, uh, and yeah. good news for Aidan yeah. Turner. It's good to see uh, a young Irish actor doing. Yeah, really well. and he, and I hope it sort of opens up. Yeah, I saw a story this week. He has gone off to live in Amer- in uh, New York. I don't know if it's true or not. He's dating the the Irish actress Sarah, Sarah Green. Green. Yeah, they make yeah. a pretty good looking couple. Yeah, and uh, so. I, I hope it opens up lots of doors. Yeah, I hope so. Um, come here yeah, from because he's not only a, sorry, Shane. He's not only a good-looking guy. He's a good actor. He is a good actor. Yeah. No, no, he is absolutely. Yeah. Um, come here. Um, speaking of of uh, Irish success stories, uh, well, Father Ted, is it a British success story or an Irish success story? It's probably a bit of both, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I I don't know. We, we, you know those rumors about RT turning it down. I don't know. I don't think it, I don't think yeah. that ever happened. happened. I think it was just they Channel Four basically yeah. were in line with what. Graham Lynn and Arthur Matthews wanted to do and they went yeah. to them basically um, just just before we, we talk about it um, let's just give people a reminder just how good it is down with this sort of thing careful now that's what be an ecumenical matter which one do you prefer Oasis or Glore Glore Oasis I, I mean Oasis Ferrero Rocha Father Ted with these Rocha you are really spoiling us I had my fun 
and that's all that matters. Connie, better give him a call. I hope he can make it. <laughs> Larry is tremendous fun. You haven't been up to roll six again, have you, Tom? Go, fella. Just my money. I just didn't want to fill out the forms. Well, I have to say, I think it's as clever, fresh and fucking hilarious is. as ever. It still is. Um, it's very good. It's uh, Ivan Yates apparently was giving out about it on, on breakfast. Uh, giving out? Yeah, saying they didn't get it, it wasn't funny. Oh, Ivan, for God's sake. Would I know, you, that was my catch sentiment. Catch on to yourself. That was my sentiment, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. It's absolutely... And, and I'm it, talking about it now, it's hilarious. Yeah, and yeah, unlike like, um, unlike that text about uh, Robin of Sherwood, um, it has stood the test of time. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. I mean, it is still as funny and as yeah. relevant now. I, as it was I, I loved years ago. The, the, the Jim Norton character, Len Brennan. Remember the the bishop? The bishop. Yeah. Was, do you remember the one? Do you remember the episode about the the rabbits in the in the? Yeah, yeah. He had a phobia. He kept, about op- rabbits. Yeah, he kept yeah. opening doors <laughs> and the rabbits. All I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. No, it is. It is a, a great success story. And I mean, interesting because it's one of those ones you would have imagined that people would say, "Oh, you know what? The the humor is too Irish and it's too." It's too focused on, you know, yeah. sort of our relationship with the church and that kind of, you know, unusual relationship. We had. But it, it kind of no, there was a, a kind of crossed sur- all borders. Yeah, it? and it was a kind of a surreal edge to it. And, yeah, um, which works in any. Yeah, country, absolutely. Really, yeah, and it, uh, it, uh, but it was very funny. It was good dialogue, strong characters. I, I love the the young priest. I just, I thought he was in, I thought he was just hilarious too. And uh, um, it worked. It worked. The dialogue was funny. The situations were funny. The characters, Father Jack was funny. Yeah. All the minor characters, the couple who yeah. who were killing Mrs. each Doyle. other all the time. And, yes. But then they turned yeah, yeah, really yeah. nice. When, yeah. when, Actually, soon. there were lots of uh, people in it who went on to, to good careers after. You know, yeah, so. lots of Irish comedians who went mm. on to great careers. Um, Jack Nicholson is 78. 78 uh, Happy birthday, Jack, if you're listening. <laughs> if you're listening, yeah. Um, it's an extraordinary career. Absolutely. I mean, he's um, he's his first film was a film, um, um, a low budget um, juvenile delinquent picture called uh, Cry Baby Killer. For, and it's from 1958. So he went on. His last film was in 2010, a film that he did with Reese Witherspoon and Paul Rudd is called How Do You Know? And uh, so there, uh, there have been stories and rumours about him not being able to. Uh, this ha- happens, obviously, not being able to remember his lines. And for this reason, he hasn't done anything for the last whatever it is, four or five years. Really, yeah. yeah. And uh, but I mean, institution, I mean, a great, great actor, three Oscars. And um, uh, he, was, he was nominated again and again. And he made all kinds of really, really interesting pictures. I love stuff like Chinatown and One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and The Last Detail. And, you know, they're great movies. Um, I, do you know what my favourite film is? I'm going to struggle to think of the name. Was the one he played? Uh, is, is, is it as good as it gets? No, I don't. Uh, the one with Diane Keaton, where he played the kind of aging Lothario yeah. who ends yeah. up falling in love with him. Yeah, is that, is that as good yeah, as it yeah, gets? That, yeah, that's, that's, that's good. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good I just, one, yeah, it's a really nice film yeah. and very funny film. Isn't Keanu Reeves in that as he well? He is, yeah. yeah he yeah, plays yeah. a young doctor yeah, who's yeah. interested in Diane Keaton. Yeah, but yeah. So, some, no, something's got to give. It's called something's got to give. That's, that's right. it. Something's yeah, no, sorry, as good as it gets is, is something completely different. Um, but he's still. I mean, he's kind of like the Godfather of Hollywood at this stage, isn't he? Well, he yeah he um, he, he he actually had. Um, I think it was Benedict Canyon. He had a, a house alongside of Marlon Brando's house um, in Benedict Canyon, and, and uh, he. He was there. You know the whole story about about him. He was a grown up man. He was a star uh, when he was doing an interview with a guy from Time magazine. And um, the guy from Time magazine revealed that the man or the woman he thought was his mother wasn't his mother at all. She was, in fact, his sister. 
and uh, there's this whole sort of big background story about him. And then, of course, he was famous for for as a womanizer. And yes, yes, quite yes, famous, very famous. <laughs> and uh, he had uh, he had a he had a long time relationship with Angelica Houston, and she deals with it in her latest book. She has she's had two books out, in the, and the second one she deals with it. And uh, she's very, very, as her, I think, very, very kind and very human towards him. Yeah. Um, uh, but he seems very, to, ge- very generous towards yeah, him. I yeah, think it's yeah, very yeah. By the way, we're, we're, we've been wrong both times. It's something, something's got, got to give. give it's the yeah, film yeah. that I yeah. was trying to remember. Um, so uh, wrong about that. Um, OK, uh, lots of text coming through. Only one thing to say about the old pole dark, uh, Angarad Reeves. Angarad, she Angarad played the Melzian, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's in the current one. No, she played in, in the original. In the original one. Yeah, okay. Uh, she's a, uh, the, the the new Demelza is a very tall, striking woman. This and, yes, and Angry Reese yeah. was was smaller and. Um, have you different. seen Happy Valley? Probably the best BBC series in oh, years. I, I, I've mentioned this again and again, actually, to you. Um, and they're doing a second series of it, and uh, the first series was just great. It's about it's about a, a policewoman, um, in um, in this Yorkshire town. And um, she gets involved. Uh, first of all, her, her daughter is killed and uh, this absolute psychopath um, was responsible for the death of the daughter. So she's after him um, the whole time running through. I think it was about six or eight episodes. And at the same time, she's trying to break uh, down a drugs ring. Uh, but it's very, very good, really well written. Um, and as I said, they're doing a second series, and I'd recommend okay. it. Look it out! Look out for it. Okay, good stuff. Um, Pat Torrance is looking forward to Mad Max. Eve has seen so Force Majeure yeah. recently. Elk, excellent stuff. Oh, Jesus, it's, 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 it's wonderful. It's yeah. actually there's a lot of small films out there at the moment that are really good. And and by the way, Mad Max, Mad Max Fury Road is what I think is what he's talking about uh, with Tom Hardy. It's the fourth of the Mad Max movies. Not and, and the first three, you know, starred um, Mel Gibson. Um, this one has Charlie's Theron and. Um, Tom Hardy as Max and from the I've just seen the um, the, the trailer and it's very very impressive the trailer uh, I, I was listening the other night to uh, the, the commentary the director's commentary on the DVD version of the second one The Road Warrior and he talked about it being this was made in 82 which was before CGI well before CGI yeah. and uh, he talked about it being a, a stunt road movie and th- they seem to adhere to that kind of principle with the new one as well. Okay, so. Listen, we're just out of time so yeah. just literally in, in, in 10 seconds we had a listener query about um, Madam Secretary It um, a number of weeks ago. It begins on Sky Living It begins on Sky Living on Thursday night. night Yeah, tomorrow night and uh, it, uh, an actress called Tia Leone uh, stars in it and it's supposed, she's supposed to be at least partly based on Hillary Clinton and it's as, as the title says um, about a Secretary of State. Uh, she's appointed, this one is appointed by Secretary of State by the President, who in this is played by Keith Carradine. A lot of people remember Keith Carradine. But uh, it's a it's it's um, a network show as opposed to a, cal- a, a cable show, oh, okay. which means that it'll go on for 22 episodes. So what we'll do is we'll have a look at it and yeah. we mentioned it. We're trying it out, yeah, I imagine, yeah. is it? Okay, yeah. all right. Um, listen, good stuff. Um, okay. Thanks uh, indeed for coming into us. Philip, of course, is back on Saturday evening at oh. six with his uh, dedicated film programme, The Picture Show, uh, here on News Talk.